This is the Detroit Comeback Show with Dan Fuoco. Welcome to the Detroit Comeback Show, where we give you an insider's glimpse at why Detroit is America's best-kept secret. All right, we're here with the Detroit Derby girls, and let me tell you a little bit about them first. Uh, we've got Kelly, Sarah, and uh, maybe Robin will pipe in a little bit later, too. Kelly is uh, the president of the Detroit Derby girls. She's skated on travel teams for the past several years and on the Devil's Night Dames, which is one of the league's home teams. And we've got Sarah as well. She's uh, part of the Detroit Derby girls all-star travel team. She skated in Detroit several years ago before moving to Texas. I don't know why you moved to Texas. Uh, we're just glad you're back to Detroit. And uh, she came back this year to relocate her business now, known as the Detroit Skate Factory. It manufactures roller skate wheels. Uh, and then again, we have uh, Robin Murdoch, and she's part of the Motor City Disassembly Line and the Detroit Derby Girls B Travel Team. She just transferred the league last year and also skates with the Devil's Night Dames home team. And on top of all that, a reporter for Fox 2 News. So, girls, thank you for coming. And I wanted to get a little bit of background about Detroit Derby Girls. So who can tell me a little bit about how the organization was created? My name is Sarah. I actually came in slightly after the founding. I was in the first season, but I wasn't one of the original ladies who kind of thought the brainchild up and actioned it that happened uh, at an event that I was not at. But I was on the first board of directors. I was a vice president for a number of years to begin with. So I had a hand in helping to lay the groundwork in terms of operating agreement and kind of what we would be after. We started off as a um, founding member of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association, which is an international governing body for women's flat track roller derby. And it's a, roller derby is an interesting sport because it's a collaboratively owned. Each skater in the world who's a member of the association is an equal owner. And there are no promoters. There are no people from outside who own it. So we started our league with the same ideals. And the ideals were to really help promote the city of Detroit, empower women and intern girls within the city while creating a sustainable long-term organization through um, well-thought-out and vetted policy. And 10 years later, uh, still going and growing and changing. So I think we, we had a good start, and we're off to the races right now. So 10 years you've been around, and you said growing. And, and what's the team So uh, in, in terms of numbers? How, how big is the team right now? Um, we currently have about 100 active skaters. Um, we have five home teams, so those are teams that only play um, each other in Detroit here. Um, and then we also have three travel teams. We have the All-Stars, um, which we play on. Um, they're um, currently ranked 32, five in the world. Changes a lot. Yeah. We're going into playoffs <laughs> right now, so that'll change again. Um, 35 in the world, not yes. just the U.S.? Nope, in the world. Wow. Yeah, we play all over That's the world. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then we have the B team Motor City Disassembly line, which Robin is on. Um, and then there's also uh, a pickup level team that plays kind of locally. So, okay. Yeah. And so uh, for those who don't know, uh, uh, roller derby, how many girls are out on the court or on the track at one time? Hey, wait, first, is it, it's a track, right? Yes. Okay. Track. So it's not a court. No. So <laughs> how many are on the track at one time uh, per team? 
Um, there are 14 skaters playing a game at one time, um, and then uh, the rules of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association allow us to have up to 20 on what we call a charter. So 20 okay. make up a team, and then 14 play each game of that 20. Okay. And then there's five players from each team on the track at one time, four of which for each team comprise their blockers, and they comprise a pack. They must skate in proximity to each other, and there's one point scorer per team on the track at any given time, and those point scorers refer, refer, refer to as jammers. And what happens is they have to skate around and get through the pack on an initial pass, which sets up who will be lead, which just really means who can call it off or not. And then on second and subsequent passes, for each player, the jammer passes on the opposing team, they score a point. Okay. And the point system is probably most similar to basketball, like in the hundreds. And the way the game is set up is maybe a little more similar to rugby, rugby or hockey in terms of playing offense and defense simultaneously. Right. And, and hockey style hitting from men, men's hockey. Okay, definitely. And you, you engage in a lot of hockey style hitting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so so tell me a little bit about the jamming. What are some uh, some of the strategies for the jamming that you have? Uh, so this is Sarah, and I am a jammer, and I happen to be <clears throat> of average size, and by average size, I mean I'm 5'3 and weigh 135 pounds. So my style is to come in as fast and hard as humanly possible and just bang people up as much as I can because dislodging um, blockers tend to stand in like a formation. So as my jamming style, I just try to come in and dislodge the formation and then be able to get through. Okay. And so, so you're talking about the jamming. Um, when you're talking about going through and, and, and hitting the, the players, <coughs> this isn't just, you know, a light tap. This is like decking them, putting them on the floor, right? That would be the idea. Yeah. All right, well, tell me a little bit about the, uh, you talked about women empowerment, um, kind of the, the focus of Detroit Derby Girls. Tell me a little bit about that, what, you, what you've seen so far, how you hope to empower other women in the future. Um, I think you'll find that no matter what scare you talk to, that they all have some sort of story of how their life has changed um, since becoming involved with roller derby. Um, Do you two have personal yeah, stories? Yeah, sure, I can offer a personal anecdote. So... Um, I am a little bit, as I mentioned, on the smaller side of average. And before I started playing derby, this is going to be my 11th season, so basically my entire adult life I've played. Uh, before I started playing, though, I was pretty timid, and I didn't really speak at an audible level. And although I was quite successful in university, I wasn't very, like, outgoing business-wise or personally or, you know, I was kind of demure. And it, it's not an overnight change. It can be a quick change, but it's not an overnight change. But over the last 10 years, I've grown from, I have no idea what I would have been had I not found Derby because, you know, now I'm an international coach and I play for our awesome team. I play for the Canadian national team. I own a globally traded business now. And I think not only is that come from kind of this empowerment, but it also comes from the collaboration and the mm, the kind of decentralized communication and business strategies that you often see in open so source software. Mm -hmm. We've kind of unintentionally mirrored ar around the same movement time. So those have taught me how to do business as well as how to be 
a, a strong athletic woman. Now I'm also a confident business owner, and those are all skills I picked up through roller derby without a doubt. That is amazing. It is I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing to be able to say confidently that you can do this because of Detroit Derby Girls and, and the amount of impact that Detroit Derby Girls has provided you or, you know, that you kind of created actually as a founding member. You kind of created this kind of movement. I want to make sure to get Robin on, too, because I want to get some of her perspective. I'm here. <laughs> so, Robin, tell me a little bit about um, what interested you in Detroit Derby Girls when you kind of started your uh, career. Um, well, I started off in another league, which uh, basically disbanded, so I was looking for a new home. Um, Detroit was always, like, way up here. I was like, oh, I'd never be good enough to skate for those girls. I just never <laughs> thought that I could, you know, because they're so well-known all over the world. And when I think of roller derby around Michigan in particular, that's who I think of. And they're a very intimidating uh, group, you know, because they're such great skaters. So I never, ever thought I had a chance. And I just came over, and it instantly felt like family. Uh, wow. They embraced you. All of the hundred girls. Yeah, they do. They do. As as much as they hit you, they hug you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, just, they're just great. And uh, they're very strong women, very empowering women. So many different backgrounds that perhaps I never would have, uh, you know, run into if not for, you know, meeting the, these women in this league. And so, um, yeah, I, I came over and I got drafted and then I made one of the travel teams and yeah, it's just been, it's been a wonderful ride for the past year. That's for sure. Well, that's good. That's amazing. And, and do you have any, in the past year, do you have any stories that you can, uh, share in terms of maybe your first time on the track or you know some of the friendships that you have um both i can tell you that uh when i tried out for the some of the enemies you met <laughs> yeah <laughs> when i tried out for the travel team obviously i never really thought that i would make it and um i cried when i found out i made it and that's like I don't, it was just an amazing feeling to kind of set these goals right. and, and, and to attain them. Um, first time I skated at the Masonic, I also cried because I've gone there before becoming a derby girl and watched these women skate on this track. And then to finally take the track with them, it was a very right. overwhelming feeling. And just the amount of history. We've been, you know, together for a decade, you know. So I Which just is that longer than other organizations? Or pretty the similar. The Women's Flat Track Derby Association was founded at the same year that Detroit Derby Girls was. So okay. we're one wow. of the initial wow. um, founding organizations of the sport as a whole. Amazing. Um, it actually started in Austin, um, <laughs> where Sarah, Good bounced, job, Sarah bounced briefly, too. Um, yeah, before Sarah, it started in Austin. But um, yeah, Detroit's one of the original original teams. Okay. And you were, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I wanted to make sure that everyone got that information. Yeah, it was just just amazing. Just, uh, you know, the history in the Masonic Temple, period. But then the history among these amazing skaters and women. And, and it was overwhelming. And to see the crowd. I mean, we get huge crowds. Uh, hundreds and really? hundreds of people come to check wow. out these women skate. People who... Um, our longtime fans and, and, you know, love to see the hard-hitting action. Some people who have never seen it before. Little children because it's a very family-friendly okay. event. That's um, good. Yeah, so it's just, it's just really neat to look out into the audience when you're skating and to see 
just a, an, you know, a, a wide ranging group of people cheering you on or booing for you, whichever, right. uh, whichever, <laughs> wherever you're at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever may be happening at that moment. <laughs> well, that's good. And, uh, before, before we finish your position on the team, what is that? Um, so within the league, I am, uh, the co marketing chair, uh, okay. but when I play, I'm, I'm more of a blocker. Um, okay. so I, uh, I try to protect my jammer as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, I was, I was thinking about this as we were talking, did you guys have, do you guys have any strategies in terms of, you know, if you have to have a jammer go through the, the block or the blockade, I don't know what you call it, but you ever catapult them like a slingshot? Pull them back and then send them forward so that they get a little more momentum. The the question of the whip. Yes. Yeah, the whip. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, you'll see a lot of Detroit skaters in that movie. Yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just wanted to see if there was any similarities. Apparently, it's it, uh, it does it's happen. an originating similarity. It is. <laughs> it's the best and worst workout I have ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in the summer in the Masonic Temple when it is uh, so hot in there. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, after you're done working out, whether it be at a practice or at a game, like it's just an amazing adrenaline high, just what it does to your body. Anyone, um, internationally said anything, uh, about Detroit, uh, positive, negative, what kind of feedback are you seeing? We have, uh, and about the Detroit organization. Yeah. We have a great reputation as an organization, um, as being willing to travel internationally. It's a challenge in our sport right now because international travel is expensive and time consuming right. and not a lot of organizations like ours um, can afford to do that or choose to afford to do that. Um, and I think that um, the international community recognizes, we get invited to go to a lot of places and it's because you know we recognize the importance of growing the sport globally and how right. we can contribute to that. And uh, it's definitely recognized that the Detroit Derby girls will contribute to the sport on an international level and travel are willing to invest in that. And do you feel that uh, because you're part of the Detroit team, do you, do you think that there's any kind of uh, connection or you know significance or recognition of Detroit internationally? Yeah, one thing that I know is true is that I by virtue of being lucky enough to be a member of the Detroit Derby Girls, um, those of us you know, from Detroit or who live in the area, I think we have a sense of community and collaboration that's unique that I've never seen. I think Berlin's the only other city I've ever seen that even comes close to it. And I think our nature of humility, and you know, I heard the phrase being thrown around that Detroit eats pride for breakfast. And I think that really does sum a lot of it up and that approach I was able to bring not only coaching but when my time with Austin we were ranked number two in the world and that was I was the captain there and that took a lot of, of humility and learning to function without pride and just putting yourself aside and working for those around you and in my mind that's a very Detroit ideal and I think oh, yeah. people are becoming are, are coming to recognize that that is something very special about the city and is now drawing people to the city but absolutely it's a difference it's a marked difference yeah it's something noticeable something that you can see um, but I did want to talk about Sarah you said you have a business why don't you tell us about the business and, you know, um, I, I believe you came back to Detroit to start the business. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, the business was actually started in Austin, Texas. It was called Faster Skates, and we were an assembly manufacturer 
all of our components were made or sourced within uh, the United States, and then they came to Austin. We would assemble them and ship them out. We have about 100 dealers worldwide in, in addition to direct retail sales that we support. Uh, I was accepted into the TechTown Business Accelerator, and as a component of my participation in the accelerator, I needed to relocate my business, and I was kind of looking for a way to come home anyways, so that was there a great go. way. So I've relocated my business. We are now officially located in uh, Pony Ride, and we have switched models to be a micromanufacturer. So all the aluminum uh, for our wheels and additional products to be coming out will be turned here in Detroit. And then in 2017, we'll look at additional materials. Uh, polyurethane probably will not be an option, which is kind of the rubbery part of tires and toe stops right. because it has a lot of environmental considerations. But mm -hmm. we could consider leathers or different applications of aluminum. But now we are the direct uh, manufacturer. And wow. we will continue to serve our markets and grow markets. And now we've got employees and all kinds of stuff. So it's really taken off, it seems like. Yeah, Hopefully. sounds like it. <laughs> Knock on wood. So you have an event coming up. Tell me about the event that's coming up. Do. Um, on August 13th, we are um, skating at Canfield Arena in Dearborn Heights against the Ohio Roller Girls. Um, okay, and quick question. Do you have a hometown arena? We do. We, we play most of our games at the Masonic Temple okay. um, right here downtown. Yeah. Um, they do not have air conditioning, though, so... Um, <laughs> If we have to schedule a summer game, which we do like twice a year, um, then we uh, we transition to our other home, which is Camfield. Okay. Um, so we'll be at Camfield Arena in Dearborn Heights, and um, both the All Stars and our B team, the Motor City Disassembly Line, will play against Ohio's A and B teams as well. Okay. So it'll be a doubleheader, um, the best skaters that Detroit Derby Girls has to offer. All right, great. And uh, do you have a approximate time? Yeah, it'll start at 6 p.m. Okay. Um, the first game is at 6, and the second game is at 8. Um, and tickets are available online. You can go to our website, uh, www.detroitderbygirls.com, um, or find us on Facebook, um, and there'll be a link to tickets there. Well, good. This, this sounds great. I, I have to get myself out there and take a look at some of this. Um, but, I, again, I appreciate all of you for coming on, and this is going to be an amazing, uh, amazing piece, that's for sure. I know a lot of people are going to be very interested in uh, the Detroit Derby girls and what you guys had to offer. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah definitely. For the latest on things to do and hot events in the Comeback City, go to visitdetroit.com. Make sure you sign up for our monthly newsletter to get those updates and events and giveaways up top next to the Get Started button. Also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast for more discussion and an insider's glimpse of Detroit. Again, I'm Dan, and thanks for listening. I hope you'll come back for more on The Comeback City. Mm -hmm.